Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are back with The Beach and Company. The text number is 30930. Going to start the actual subject of the show. Got kind of side uh, sideline there. Sandy, after Randolph, have your bus stop for a cheeseburger at Tom's Tavern in Maple Springs, Chautauqua Lake. Probably the second best after R&M. Oh, Okay. That's a, that's a good thought. I'm down near Chautauqua Lake from time to time. I might check it out. Uh, so uh, we were just uh, discussing whether you could live on $5 a day if you had to. I, th- I think you could, too. Uh, let's see. Okay, uh, let's see. R&M is amazing, Sandy. I stopped there once because of you talking about it. I've been back several times. You know, here's the deal. I go there three or four times a, a year, depending Okay, uh, it's it's 90 miles from where I live. Who drives 90 miles for a cheeseburger? I do. Okay, 90 miles, but it is well worth it. It's right on Main Street at the uh, at the uh, throughway. It's not the throughway, but it's Southern Tier Expressway. It's right there at that. It's a it's a a small family restaurant. It's part of a truck stop actually, and the food. Besides the burger, their mashed potatoes are to die for. I love mashed because, potatoes. Yeah. They always ask, do you want gravy? I say, no, I want butter. And they make one of those uh, butter lakes mm-hmm. where they carve out the, the inside and fill it with butter. See, I'd rather have oh, gravy. Right. Oh, good. You can have gravy. Yeah, gravy's fine. Yep. And I can have butter. I have never, you know, you've been talking about R&M for I don't know how many years now. It seems like forever. Never heard anyone say a bad thing about that or Rock Burger. People love those places. Yeah, they really do. Uh, Sandy, back when I could still do fast food three to four times a year, BK and Wendy's. Uh, yeah, I think Wendy's is good. I, I think Arby's is really good. Oh, speaking of Wendy's, you know what I got? What? Oh, Jeannie found it. The recipe on how to make the Frosty. Oh, really? Yes. They make that public? Uh, anything like that? That's that been leaked. Joe, isn't it leaking out now all these uh, uh, different you know, fast food type things that you're finding online recipes and how to make? Uh, we found the sauce for Chick-fil-A, yep. which is an incredible knockoff of the Chick-fil-A sauce that we love so much. Uh, so we're finding that more and more. Yeah, there's uh, now obviously the Big Mac sauce. There's a ton of recipes for that. Yeah, if you just you can type... even make an In and Out burger now. Yes, I see mean... now you know why the president did not alert Congress on where we're going <laughs> to bomb Iran. Yes, because secrets are leaking. Th- th- it would just leak out all over the place. Everybody now, would know it. I know you guys will laugh at me, but I made a big. I hope ma- so. I made a Big Mac salad once. It's actually really good. Would you just take a Big Mac apart? Well, it was like taking a Big Mac apart, but it, uh, it was really a Big Mac without the bun. But, you know, the meat was all ground what up What is it, and Thousand Island dressing and relish? Well, they, they had you make it yourself. It was, yeah, pretty much what you just said. Well, okay, <laughs> now, that, now that we got an hour and a half before we can eat, uh, why, yeah, why, don't, hungry. why don't we start the show? Yeah, I wonder why. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't either. All right, uh, I heard uh, Lynn Kinsella on, uh, with our morning news team uh, the other day couple of days ago, 
And uh, she and her husband own the movie theater in East Aurora, diagonally across from Vidler's, okay? And it's a, they've done a beautiful job. Uh, it's a nice theater. And you get that old-fashioned feeling when you're going there like you used to when you were a kid because they got the real marquee out there, and it's not, you know, 74 screens. It's neat there. It's really neat there. It's very nice. And we went down there for the uh, thing about War of the Worlds. And it's a nice uh, community theater. And she was talking about the fact that, that it's being discussed now in circles in, in New York State to allow wine and beer in movies, to allow them to be sold and consumed at a movie theater. Now, uh, I'm a little out of my element here, seeing that I have never had a beer, never had wine, never had cigarettes either, but they're not talking about that. Uh, but the bottom line is, uh, you know, I don't have a horse in this race except for one thing. Okay, the only, uh, the only thing I have is there have been occasions, usually around Buffalo, not, not in the suburbs, uh, where uh, there have been problems uh, with, with people getting a little uh, too rowdy, a little too out of hand. And uh, it's gone to the extreme where people have been shot and stuff like that. We've had to close down a theater at one time. And I'm, I'm questioning, I, I'm, you know, I'm not the, uh, uh, the house overseer on this, but I'm just questioning whether this would add to that potential problem. I'm sure, I'm sure it is a long shot of anything like that happening anyway, uh, so it should feel pretty comfortable with that. And that's the only thing in the back of my head. Otherwise, I really don't care as long as it's rational and reasonable. Uh, the only thing I'm thinking about is make sure that if you're at a movie theater that serves wine and beer and you're consuming wine and beer or whatever you like, make sure you're sitting next to somebody who isn't consuming wine and beer. Because most of the time when you go to a movie, when you leave, you get in your own car and drive home. Uh, so that's the, one, that's the one thing I would be very leery about. Other than that, if you use the same common sense of having a, uh, a designated driver with you and you wanted to enjoy some wine or some beer in a movie, I have no problem with it. How about you guys? Well, I uh, may or may not have known somebody who's been kicked out of a movie theater for bringing, sneaking in beer. Sneaking in beer, yeah. why you young hoodlum, you? Yeah, it, so, it, uh, I may know somebody like that. Is it that. too tempting, you think, to, to uh, you'd still have to do the same checks. You'd have to be the same age and pass the same uh, check. Yeah, as long as somebody's driving for you, yeah. that's, that's, that's my the key. own stipulation. You do not want to leave the theater Ever after drinking over a three-hour Quentin Tarantino movie, no, uh, you absolutely need a, a, a driver. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think now with uh, ride sharing being so easy, just to get an Uber or a Lyft or a uh, taxi, yeah. that you know, go out with some friends, just like you would if you went out for drinks, if you went out to, uh, to dinner. Yeah, most of the time you're going to get a ride share. Now you bring up a good point. If you're go first of all, say you're going to dinner with your neighbors, all right. You probably either go in the same vehicle or you go in different vehicles, but you go, you have a meal, you have good conversation, and then you go home. What's the difference between that and going to a restaurant instead of a theater, having a good time with your neighbors, having a, a little wine, maybe some beer, and then driving home? The ones that can drive, uh, that's, the, that's the one key. And if you're only having one drink through the movie we'll and the difference. cost of a movie and what the concessions are, I can 
I mean, you might have to take out a loan to have the second. Yeah, I was just second say, drink. I can't imagine. I mean, the, the way movies are now, two to three hours, you know, one drink over that span is fine. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, it's just like going out to dinner. It's just like going out for drinks. Take the proper, you know, if you think you're going to have too much to drink, take the Uber to the theater, take it back. Now, when I was in San Francisco, they had a theater there that was a restaurant. I mean, it was a combination, if you splice them together, restaurant and theater. And that was kind of cool. I went there a couple of times, and that's really nice because it's, you know, you're sitting there, you can enjoy the movie because the tables had some space between them, too. So you can enjoy the movie uh, as you would watch a movie at your home with your friends or your family and, uh, and eat and get refills on whatever you want. And it's, I thought it was very nice. I love that idea. I think that would be a neat experience. But my uh, way of thinking is why would you knock back uh, multiple beers at a movie? You're going to miss most of the movie because you're getting up to go to the restroom. That's true. Uh, maybe you do it on movies you don't care about. <laughs> no, did you ever notice, did you ever go to the movies with people or you had somebody at your house and you were going to show a movie? And they they interrupt the entire movie with conversation and stuff where you'd like to just be a little more laid back and nothing you can do. I mean, you're the host, whatever. Uh, and, and there are people that do that. But I assume that if you were going to do that, you probably already had them over to your house and, and, and saw how that, that worked. Oh, uh, you like to sling, do you? Oh, yes. Uh, you a slinger? <laughs> We'll take a break and return on News Radio 930 WBEN. Let's go to Mike on line one. Mike, you're on WBEN. Hey, good morning, Sandy. Good morning, Mike. Are you okay with the uh, beer and wine served in uh, in movie theaters? No, I'm not. You know why? Sure. Why? It's because you know it's so expensive to go to movies, anyways, and it's bad enough you got to tell people, you know, be sure to turn off your cell phone, think of others. You know, it's just going to create, you know, I don't drink. And I don't want to go to the movies and watch people drink. Yeah, if you were there and you were uh, concentrating on a movie and didn't want to miss part of it, uh, and other people uh, tend to, after a little beer and a little wine, maybe be a little louder than they normally are, uh, that might distract from the movie, certainly. And and movies just by themselves are not very cheap, as you pointed out. No, and, and it's like... You can't go to movies like you used to unless you're going to go to a matinee or something. And, you know, when people work, they don't have opportunities to go to matinees and stuff. But it, it's just, just so expensive to go. And, you know. Well, maybe some packages would come up with somebody that wanted to uh, get their foot in the door, maybe with an existing restaurant, having another location at the movie theater. Uh, maybe, you know what they do, too, now. On, on big movies, they'll play them on several screens. Maybe on one of the screens, uh, you have the, uh, the beer and wine available, and uh, you don't on the other, so that at least you would have the same uh, people enjoying the same thing in the same uh, movie screen. And, and, you know, my dad taught me. My dad was a policeman for years, and a lot of people. When you start mixing alcohol, things just don't go right. Well, the thing that worries me is uh, Buffalo has had uh, problems occasionally, not recently, uh, with violence uh, at a mo- at movie theaters in, in the downtown area. And it, they had a problem once that led to gunfire. And I'm thinking, that certainly doesn't go together. But on a saving note, I'm going to Randolph. 
Are you really? Yeah. yeah. You tell them that I sent you. You'll see my name on the menu. You will thank me for the rest of your life. Thanks, and thanks for calling, Mike. We'll see it. Okay, goodbye. Uh, yeah, every time I go to Randolph, uh, they, 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 they're nice people. It's a family-owned business, and the family, uh, most of the family is, is working in it. And they are so uh, happy when they see me because they say how many people have mentioned that they heard it on this show. And they go out. It's not, it's not a place you go by accidentally. You, it's got to be a destination. Uh, but it's country setting. It's Amish. And if you go in the summer, or at least in the good weather, in the non-winter months, uh, the Amish on Friday and Saturday uh, usually have uh, baked goods available, sometimes vegetables, depending on uh, the time of the yeah, season. And their baked goods are really good. Yeah, I bring some of those home. I uh, can't really bring the, the burger home, but I bring plenty of uh, stuff from... Uh, uh, from Randolph in that area. Uh, I wish the Randolph High School played Saturday games because that would be cool. Leave my show at there. 11 and shoot up there, grab a burger, and watch uh, Randolph that, play. That would be cool. be a good thing. And they got a good program. As now. I said, I, I'm seriously considering renting a bus. That would be neat. Uh, you know, just and, and even treat. I'll treat. You know, get like 30 people. Yikes, I'll have to work overtime. We can go uh, contact Joe tomorrow and get one of his limousine buses. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool down yeah. there for a Duke burger. Use are, one of my connections. Are you ready? So I'm asking the general uh, subject uh, today is wine and beer and movies? Question uh, mark. There are some things where wine and beer and movies perhaps wouldn't mix that well. Now, you guys know it. Uh, where there's wine and beer sold isn't the decibel level in the conversation, usually a little higher. I would say yes. As people drink. Yeah, yeah you you'll get it. louder when you drink. Yeah. Most places, yeah, like if you're at a bar. Yeah. But I've been at places that, you know, are uh, quieter and alcohol is being served. But well, I've been at restaurants that were so loud you couldn't. Yeah, I, I, there's one restaurant, and the food is good. I'm not going to tell you where it is uh, because the food is really good, but it's so loud that the person sitting next to me, who at that time happened to be Judge Penny Wolfgang, okay, I had to cup my hands around her ear and talk to her like this. Because if I talked to her like this, she wouldn't hear me. That's no fun. No, it's just so so loud, and it has a tin ceiling. Who, who thought that was a good idea? Yeah. yeah, if you go to a place with like a bar, like most restaurants, sure. The later in the night, the louder it gets. But I would, I would argue some very nice steakhouses that serve alcohol don't get that loud. No. Here's my deal. Uh, with every ticket, you get a set of Bo- uh, Bose uh, noise-canceling headphones. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you sit down, and the only time you take the headphones off is when the uh, server asks what you would like to have for a meal. Uh, that might offset it. You usually, uh, now answer this. Alcohol plays such a big part of our existence as, uh, as human beings, okay? And why, because uh, I don't drink, I don't know the answers to these things. Uh, what is it, uh, usually you have alcohol to enhance your experience. But if your experience is something that really doesn't need enhancing because it's, that, it's already there, like a football game, a basketball game, uh, that sort of thing. It's already there. If you never had a drink, when you go to a, a, a game like that, hockey certainly, uh, there'd be a very high level of audience participation. And uh, the guy with the D and the guy with the fence are the only ones that are quiet. Uh, and there's so much there. Why do you need alcohol to get further than that? 
Can, any, can either of you explain that? I'll let Joe go first on that one. Personally, I, I like the taste of beer, and I think beer goes well with a sport with a sporting event. Now, I think some people take it way too far. Me personally, yes, I like to in the first period of a hockey game, in the first half of a football game. I'm not going to lie. I like to get a, a, a slight buzz going, but nothing beyond that. So what does it do? It just enhances your experience uh, watching the sport? I wouldn't say it enhances the sport. It's just I'm out on the town. I like to drink uh, responsibly. Like and you have a certain number and then you want to, like, leap on a table? Is that? Well, I think some people, when they start <laughs> drinking at 6 in the morning oh, yeah, and they're true. drinking hard liquor, not beer, that's why they start putting themselves through table. But I can understand on a Friday you're at a Sabres game. Weeks out. It's done. You're done working for the week. Yeah, you might want a drink or two responsibly, a drink or two, and then, you know, call it quits there. Just have that nice buzz going. I see. When we come back, we'll explain how alcohol is already a huge part of our lives. Almost nothing goes on outside of maybe your first communion uh, that uh, doesn't involve alcohol. If you're invited to somebody's house, alcohol will be offered. I'm just telling you. So what's wrong with having it in the movie theater then? We're back on News Radio 930 WBN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all righty i have an invitation here to all of you from dan neverth and myself uh we've been on uh, 10 trips uh, with the triple a danny's been on nine i've been on all 10 and every one of them sold out. And this is a, one of those dream trips that people talk about and, and say, gee, I wish I could do that. And then uh, don't have the opportunity to sign up for something. Here is the opportunity. We're going to Russia. Dan Neverth and I, and, and maybe you, going to Russia on a Viking River cruise. It'll be June 24th to July 5th of the, this year, obviously. And uh, when we go to uh, these trips, we have X amount of time in each port of call. 
And in each port of call, by the way, uh, the uh, the cruise line, in this case Viking, which we think is the best, this is Viking River. They have Viking River and Viking Ocean. This is a river cruise uh, by Viking. We're going to spend enough time in two key cities. Uh, you can really soak in the atmosphere, do things you, you might not have had time to in, in past tours because we're going to have four days in Moscow, four tied up in Moscow, four days in St. Petersburg. And as I said, uh, there'll be at, at least one excursion with uh, each of the ports of call. Uh, we'll see Red Square, which I saw on television the other day during a, uh, a documentary on Ronald Reagan. Wow. Lenin's tomb, the Kremlin, the Cosmonaut Museum, uh, Moscow's elegant uh, metro system. Looks uh, like a movie set. And a performance of the Russian ballet. I mean, there's so much in here. And if you call AAA, they will set you up. Uh, give you the information you need. Then you make up a decision, and once you're on, you're on, and welcome aboard. You'll have a great time. one 844 That's 1-844-688-7477. And uh, later on in this year, we're going to Alaska. And at the beginning of next year, we're going to Australia. And our thoughts and, and uh uh, and goodwill certainly uh, reaching out to Australia, and uh, hopefully everything will be settled long before we're going there in January of um, of next year. So those are the things. But if you're interested in this, the Viking River Cruise with Dan Neverth and and me, and we also do that talk. If you've been on several of our trips, you've heard us do the talk, and it changes slightly from time to time of things that have happened in our careers, things that we've done in our natural rivalry of uh, Danny and myself, and it's fun. It's fun, and we try to eat with uh, the various people, usually just uh, different people each night sitting at the table. The table holds 10 or 12 people, so you have good conversations. Get to, you really do get to know each other. So it's a lot of fun. I give that number a call, 844-688-7477. Will you put together a trip to Barrett-Jackson? Uh, that would be, you know, that's not a bad idea. That really is not a bad idea. I'm going to talk to uh, uh, to AAA about that because I think that would be that would be super. Yeah, I may go. We already uh, over in Europe. Uh, we've uh, been to a, a couple of uh, car museums uh, because the brands are, are made there. BMW, one of them, uh, very very nice. And I get I got to see a couple of cars that I had that were BMWs. They were on display at the museum. Well, pretty soon, Volkswagen's going to own everybody. Let's go to, yeah, they're doing very well. Let's go to Terry in Texas. Terry, you're on WBEN. Hey, Sandy. Uh, I don't know who would have a problem with drinking at the movie theater. I love it. I don't think uh, here locally there's a movie theater that doesn't sell alcohol. Um, there's one movie theater that actually brings it right to your table. Like, you don't even have to get up once you sit down unless you got to go to the restroom. Well, that sounds good. I mean, as I said, I've, I've sampled that one time. Uh, the restaurant part of it at a theater in uh, San Francisco. But that's the only time. And it would be nice sitting there and have uh, a choice of uh, of dining or uh, certainly alcohol, beer, uh, and, uh, and wine. I think it could enhance it. And as long as things were – you had a, a driver to drive you home, okay, so, so go for it. Um- my wife, my wife loves it. There's a, it's a win. I was telling Joe, I, I'm not really a movie person. It takes like a really good movie to get me involved in the movie. So, but my wife is a movie buff. She hasn't ever seen a movie that she didn't like. She always finds the good in every movie. 
So she constantly wants to go to the movies. We go to the movies. You know, she gets to enjoy the movie. I get to enjoy a couple a couple drinks. It's a win-win. You sure. don't really go overboard. I mean, it's not the type of environment where you want to sit there and, like, you know, get hammered and wild and crazy because that will get you kicked out of the movie. <laughs> if, you're, if you're being responsible, you know, this particular movie theater that I'm talking about, there's a, a warning right at the beginning of every movie. You know, it says, put your phones away, no talking. If you yep. get something from the waiter, you raise your, you raise your card. And, you know, you do what you do. And I, I think it makes for a more adult, enjoyable experience. I've never seen, like, parents in there getting lit up while their kids are bouncing around the chairs. I think, you know, with everything, you know, in moderation, there's nothing wrong with it. And like you said, I mean, any restaurant you go to, you can get wine or a beer or, you know, some sort of mixed cocktail. Sure. Or it's really not a big deal. People are afraid of change, but I think, you know, I mean, it's not like going to, I, I promise you, it's not like going to a Bills game or some major sporting event where people are going to be doing, you know, table drops. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it, it's a lot milder than going to a Bills game. Almost any of those situations would be. I'm with you, Terry. It's You've made, a, I think, a very rational and reasonable case for it. Yeah, it's it's a good time. Like I said, I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. I, I fully support it here. And I, it makes for a nice evening with your wife, especially at the higher-end spots where you can you grab a dinner, movie, and drinks all in one sitting. Sounds good. Well, that's uh, Texas talking. Good, uh, good uh, call there, Terry. Thank you very much. Yeah, if you think about it, if you compare drinking uh, wine and beer at a, uh, at a movie, like Terry just described, if it's a reasonable... Uh, behavior, I think it'd be a good idea because there's nothing that's going to outdo a Bills game. Nothing. If if you went to any social gathering and they did the same things as they do at the Bills game, it would be the end of the social gathering. What are you doing? Well, I'm urinating against the wall. I didn't feel like it was too long a line, so I just thought I'd do that. What else are you doing? You see that table over there? I'm gonna I'm gonna smash it. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I don't want to go to the movies and see that guy that you would see at a Bills game that's wet himself and yeah. has, uh, has uh, you know, thrown up in the aisle. Nah. And I think they should make it a law that if you go to a Bills game carrying a D or a fence, you immediately get thrown out. Yeah, you, you, you do get thrown out. Gone. I do have some uh, suggest a suggestion here from Brenda Alacy. If you're going to go to the movie, you know, she's big on pairing things up. I don't. This is all foreign to me. Uh, Prosecco, or I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, or champagne, anything bubbly goes great with popcorn. Red wine is delicious with milk duds and any type of chocolate. Not a milk duds fan. And beer and red wine, great with caramel corn. Oh, sounds good. And chocolate uh, goes with almost anything. Yeah, uh, I would say that uh, red wine goes just okay with uh, butter popcorn. Red, I, red wine. W- when I watch those Hallmark movies or The Bachelor oh, and oh, I have oh, a glass of uh, red wine. I'm not going to his Usher. house. <laughs> Seat that man in a different part of the theater. We've seen him. He's the Talk crazy. Talk when you're watching Man vs. Food. Yeah, he's the crazy man. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WVEN. So one of the uh, coaching uh, people being interviewed for uh, uh, the Cowboys uh, slept overnight at Jerry Jones's house. <laughs> yeah, they had a PJ party. That's the way it went. You know, when I uh, when I talked to uh, Greg Reed, he called me. He said, we'd like you to come back to Buffalo. I said, only if I can sleep over with you. 
<laughs> on the boat. Yeah, 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 on the boat. Uh, we have fine gourmet food being sure. served. I want to sleep on the bow mm-hmm. during a slight, a slight wafting breeze. There you go. And he said, okay, we can make that part of the deal. Uh, so uh, the Cowboys ended up with the ex-Packers uh, coach. Right, yep. Mike McCarthy. I liked him. Apparently, he, uh, he and uh, and the quarterback did Rogers. not, yeah, did not uh, get along that well. I love uh, Aaron Rodgers. They did, yeah, I would probably say maybe for the first, like, seven years. But then towards the end, their relationship uh, broke well, apart. Well, I can see, you know, Rodgers is an excellent quarterback. And I can see some cases where I, I can see if he disagreed with the call or, or whatever. You could see it because I'm a Packers fan after I'm a Bills fan. I, I like Aaron Rodgers a lot. I really do. He's fun to watch. He's a great quarterback. But I question if he uh, cuts ties with people in his life. I don't know if you heard his brother, and I'm not making this so I can make this um, reference, but this, is, this is, plays into the story. His brother was on The Bachelor, and um, they don't talk. Aaron Rodgers and his brother do not talk. They don't talk. I didn't maybe called an audible. Yeah, they have an awful relationship. His brother uh, kind of got into it on The Bachelor, but you would... His brother does not use his insurance company. That's probably it. I think that's the reason. But then you hear things about Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, and now Aaron Rodgers and this new coach even having some issues off the field. But LaFleur? That's what that's what you hear on like uh, sports, sports shows. However, wow. however if, if you're the Packers... I would pretty much do whatever Aaron Rodgers says. I yeah, mean, he's yeah. got your team on his back. And the thing about Aaron Rodgers is I think it's in his head now uh, not to give up. That uh, last-minute, boy, if you're talking about a last-minute quarterback, he's your guy. Best. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and you see, even, uh, even when somebody takes the lead with you know a minute and ten seconds, he seems unflappable. He, he, he never seems like he's rushing anything. You see, he just looks up and... All right, I'll come in and take care of business. Well, he's one of those types of players that has fun while he's playing. Remember, when I was up there, he was sitting on the bench behind Brett Favre. Right, that's right. And he had to learn from Brett Favre, and a lot of a lot of people were ready to make the move to him before the Packers made the move on Favre. Uh, but it was exciting football, and it was right after we were in the Super Bowl. Right. And then they won. They won one. And Aaron Rodgers played college ball with Marshawn Lynch. Did he really? They beat Virginia Tech in the Insight Bowl. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. So they've uh, made a couple of coaching. uh, Any other uh, coaching appointments anybody would know? Matt Rule from Baylor uh, got signed by the Panthers. He was supposed to be interviewing with the Giants this morning. Well, he never got on that plane because the Panthers interviewed him and said, wait, 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 don't go out that door. Would you sign this? We'd like to offer you the job. Oh, really? (laughs) So he uh, was he a good contender for the New York job or just Well, he's outside? from New York. His only NFL experience was with the Giants before going into college ball and turning around the Temple program and then the Baylor program. Well, so it, they thought I mean the Giants owner has not been to one interview yet. He was ready to be at this interview today. I have a feeling that that's not a desirable job. Uh, the Giants. Well, think about it like this. I'm thinking about a market way, a market size. Uh, if you're in New York, that's the biggest stage of all, even though that you don't think first of the Giants and the Jets. It's, it's the media capital. And if you have any thoughts about after your playing days, uh, New York might be a good place to be. When you're looking, if you're a coach nowadays, at least the way the mindset is, is you want to go to an organization that has an established quarterback and uh, at least some weapons yeah. on uh, on either side of the ball. 
the Giants don't really have that right now. I mean, Daniel Jones, the jury's still out whether he's a franchise QB or and not. And is Eli going to retire or not? He's He said he wants to continue playing, but he will not be a backup. He said being a backup was no fun, and his days with the Giants are over. Oh, really? So he's done, basically. Yeah, and I don't see any NFL team going after him to be their starting quarterback. That probably cost too much money, and he, and he's past his prime. I don't like to lie, guys. It was uh, Aaron Rodgers played against Virginia Tech. Marshawn Lynch came the next year. Oh, okay. So I, I don't like lying. That was uh, fake I news. Yeah. I don't like Marshawn Lynch. I never have, even when he was here. He's a heck of an athlete, though. Yeah, yeah, but I still don't like yeah. him. You, you can like somebody or not like them, oh, whether yeah. they're good or not. Uh, but the bottom line, I think you need communication, especially between the quarterback and the coach. You've got to be on the same page. But I do want to ask, do you think it's possible, because I do think Eli will try to find a starting job, and there might be a team out there that offers it to him just to get you know people in the seats. But he'd have to beat out like a Phillip Rivers who That's will true. probably be more desirable than Eli. Which, who would have thought that? Yeah. They exactly. got drafted together. Yeah, I think Eli's shelf life is there. I'm a huge fan of the family. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think uh, his brother did it the right way. You win the Super Bowl and you retire. I mean, that's it. Then that's your image forever. And I mean, that's great. You don't want to go that extra year and you're – your skills are eroding. I think Peyton got out just at the right time. He could have gotten out a little bit earlier. But I think he much. wants to be like a GM or something now, a front office Peyton. guy. Peyton. I, can, I can see Peyton. He has uh, gravitas, if you don't mind me using that word. You know he's a, You know if you've ever read about him or know about him, he, he prepared fastidiously uh, for each game. I think he'd be a good management type. And he's the kind of guy that uh, I think people would like to play for. No, no. Tony Dungy said, absolutely not. You would not want to play for Peyton because his expectations, he's, you have to live up to what he's done, and nobody can do that. See, that's the problem I have. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to accept you guys. <laughs> but, but, you know, every, every day, I, I'm just doing the best I can. Remember I brought you candy one day? Yes. That's the kind of guy I am. But I pulled a thorn out of your paw. I, do, I remember that, and it, and it didn't hurt. I had to limp home back to the zoo. <laughs> All right, now we're talking about, strangely enough, uh, uh, beer and wine at movie theaters. I have no problem with it. I, I don't know if it's a good fit or not. Seeing that the decibel level when you're drinking beer and wine usually goes up, and uh, the screen says, be quiet, don't use your phone, uh, and uh, no talking, there'll be no talking during this film. And if you, if you look about it, if you watch the Golden Globes and you were watching the films, uh, you know, it's all about films, whether they're uh, being uh, put on a, uh, uh, a what a different uh, venue or not, but it's all about films. Uh, you see that uh, the kids, if, if it's not a blockbuster film, the kids dominate uh, the movie choices. So it's expensive to go to a movie. The kids wouldn't be able to drink anyway. And uh, with, with the exception of some huge blockbuster movies, that's probably where the money's going to be. Uh, so I don't know how eager theater owners will be to do this. Uh, but under some circumstances, maybe special showings. You know, maybe once a week you have a showing of a, either the, the biggest movie that's playing or uh, some, uh, you know, just classic film in which you have beer and wine. See how it goes. And if it goes well, maybe you expand it. Maybe you expand it to uh, twice a week and you, you put films on on the weakest days that you have uh, and see how that, uh, that does. Does it work for you? Does it not? 
Uh, we'll take a break and be back after we settle the quarterback questions all across the NFL. Rob Johnson. Uh, no, Flutie. No, Johnson. No, you can keep your Johnson. I'm going with my Flutie. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, we'll be back with more on News Radio 930. We'll talk about eating peanut butter with a, with a fork. That's what we're going to talk about. What do we have here? We have the, yep, we do. A 72881, text the word dream, as in I had a dream last night. 72881, and you might win $1,000 in cash. Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.